Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Here's Johnny! <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. What became of your lamb, Glory? I killed Perfect. Hey, I love when that little lady tells me that recording is in progress. So that way I know that I can start the show and say that this is Two Broke Geeks and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Oh, the progress. Yeah, I'm going to progress all over your face. What? I'm what? sorry. What happened say there? What? what? <laughs> also, we're not alone. Who else is here? <gasps> I'm Anthony. You are Anthony. Hey. Woo! Yeah. And I'm back. What is this? My <laughs> second time on the show? Third? Yeah, time? second, second or third, something like that. Yeah. Glad to be back. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Well, um, we'll we'll get to the main reason <laughs> that we invited you on in a little bit, but uh just I don't know what everybody has been up to uh geeky this week. Uh, but uh the 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 big geek news news-wise is uh Obviously, uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, went on Twitter and Facebook and everything and posted a little video about uh, trying to make Deadpool 3 really awesome and just kind of casually dropped. Oh, yeah, by the way. Uh, hey. And, and, you know, as Hugh Jackman walks by in the background, he says, hey, Hugh, you want to come back and play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure. Ryan, whatever. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then it's the the Deadpool logo with the you know the Wolverine claw marks going through it, and I was everybody was like, "What the fuck?" As Whitney Houston's "I Will Always Love You" plays, which was the perfect cherry on top of that cake. Yeah, it was. <laughs> my favorite is the follow up tweet uh, video. They that's Hugh and Ryan just sitting there talking about the plot of the film and stuff, and it just <laughs> and it's just music over it. <laughs> they try spoiling the shit out of it. That's so great. Look, I will just say, those of you who know me know I have not been high on Marvel recently. Uh, this is the most exciting Marvel news I've gotten in a long ass time. I am so excited we're getting Hugh Jackman back at least yeah. one more time, though I have a feeling he'll be in Secret Wars too. Well, I so I was talking with someone else earlier, uh, or, or Chris. And he was like talking about how like he wants like the the suit to come in play, uh, and I'm just like God, you know what would be even better? They talk about the suit the entire movie, and he never puts it on. Oh, that'd be so funny! <laughs> like it'd be such a troll move, and I would be all for it. And I I saw some people obviously being like, "Is really he's coming back again? Like that seems like a stunt." And I'm like, "Well, it is." But it's based on the fact that ever since like the very first Deadpool movie, Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool both have 
done nothing but poke fun at Wolverine and specifically Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And I'm like, no casting makes more sense. Like Hugh Jackman retired as Wolverine before he got a chance to do a Deadpool movie. And now this is a, he's back as a favor to his friend, Ryan Reynolds, basically, because Hugh Jackman has said publicly many times that he's just done being Wolverine because he, he's older and it's too difficult to, to get, I mean, it's a lot of fucking work to look like Wolverine. It's hard and it gets harder the older you get to like get into that shape. And he did the character for what, 20 years. And he's like, guys, like I loved it. It was a great time, but I'm done with it. It's so much work. And it's not like he's going to be the MCU Wolverine. Like this is a joke for his friend, you know, which would be even funnier to me if he's only in it for like a total of like 20 minutes and that's it. (laughs) Look, I also think though, it is like the minute, you know, especially now that Deadpool is owned back mm-hmm. under Marvel Studios. I do think ever since they made the Spider-Man cameos happen, I'm not going to rule out any cameos from characters that have previously been owned by Sony and Fox that are now back under the Marvel cameo banner. Yeah. And it makes and, sense. And like you said, Secret Wars kind of leaves some doors open for some cameos. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Secret Wars is is a whole thing in and of itself. Nick Cage Ghost Rider. Come on. Come on. And I troll for a moment. Uh-huh. Go for it. I'm sorry if this gets you hate mail. Direct it at, direct it at, at Matt and Justin, not at me. <laughs> but, uh, look, I, I know Matt does not like Zack Snyder's Justice League. I do. Uh, what makes me hate the Snyderverse is the toxic fans online. That makes yep. that makes me so glad it never continued, purely because of them. They give me a sour taste with all of those films now. I will die laughing if Kevin Feige gets Affleck's Daredevil to cameo in Secret Wars before he ever <laughs> turns out to be Batfleck again. That would be so oh, fun. Boy. God, wait till Night Jerry hears about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you said that. Wait till Night Jerry hears about that. God, that's... This week's fucking Rick and Morty. Just oh. insane. Did you watch it, Anthony? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think this season has been fantastic so far it's been so much fun yeah it really has well like we were talking about last episode matt and i just the whole the whole last episode of beth on beth action for the Uh, the that may be one of my favorite not just for the lesbian action but that may be one of my favorite uh episodes in the whole series it was there was something like oddly heartwarming about it yeah (laughs) plus Bonus points for being a holiday episode, Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and uh, a, a nod to the previous Thanksgiving episode that they did with the turkeys. There was yep. just a yeah. little bit of turkey talk in there about uh, Rick had to do. Uh, Are you a turkey think- Dracula now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man, this week's with the, the somnambulizer or whatever he calls it with the, the whole night family. <laughs> And they're getting abs, and Rick and Morty just start an abs-based. <laughs> what is the the fascination of Rick and Morty with abs? 
lately is insane. <laughs> Between this and the and the conductor. Oh God! Uh, oh oh! Tickets, please, guys, cut. He's got those. <laughs> what, are, what are you called? The cum gutters? Ew, gross, Morty. That's I, I didn't say. That, that's just what they're called on the internet. Hey, all I'm gonna say is, if I ever get rock hard abs like that, you bet your ass I'm gonna wear crop tops and start an ad piece podcast. <laughs> it's so funny the crop top. It's so funny because I I watched that after I watched uh I watched Sleepaway Camp for the very first time. And Ooh, what do you think? It's oh I we can talk about it in a minute. But in there, one of the camp counselors is wearing. The crop top. Um, that crop top. Yeah. That is such a choice as a look to wear that <laughs> top as a man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's definitely a choice. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, Sleepaway Camp, it, it was something. <laughs> I already knew the, the twist of the movie. Like, that's one of those pop culture things you kind of can't avoid. Like, I knew yeah. at the end that, like, she was really a boy. Um, other than that, I don't think the movie works. At, it probably worked at the time, but boy, does nothing about it hold up. Um, so let me ask you this, because I didn't see. I haven't been on Letterboxd. What star rating did you give that? Uh, I think I gave it like a... Hold on. Well, I, I, I should have gave it a three. I think yeah, I should amend I, I like didn't a, see it on, letter, on Letterboxd. Right. I have been on Letterboxd. I think I gave it like a two... We are going to have words when we get to the other topic of conversation today. (laughs) When I saw what you rated that one. No, I gave it a one. Excuse me. Oof. I I gave Sleepaway Camp, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I've watched it. I gave it a three because I'm all about, like, cheesy, the cheesy horror, like, films. And it's such a weird. It's it's, so weird, but, like, Everything about it was a choice and making art and acting is a choice. And I just felt like everyone in this movie, except maybe the girl playing the killer made the wrong choice. Like the person that played the aunt, I was like, what is going on with this lady? And then uh, the camp counselor that smoked the cigar that was like the old disgusting dude that the (laughs) hot counselor wanted to sleep with. I was like, this dude's choice. I don't know. It was it was something. Well, it is being remade. So I will be curious to see if this is a remake that will work better for you. Maybe the weird thing about it, though, is like it's not the twist is obviously meant to be shocking in in like a way of kind of like before not obviously before there were transgender people but in a way that before transgender people were were more accepted but the more i thought about it like this was not a person who was transgender by choice this is a person who basically had an entire female identity forcibly thrust upon them uh, and so in that way, I think it's OK that the, I, I don't think the reveal in that way is like transphobic in any way. But I just wonder how that would play. I wonder how it plays to people that don't think about it in the way that I thought about it. You know what I mean? Well, there's a right. um, there's like a the series just like, oh, my God, it's a girl with a penis. And it's there's- like, <laughs> 
There's a um, series I haven't watched um, on AMC, I think. Oh, it's on Peacock. Okay, maybe I'll give it a shot. Or it might be a movie. It's called They Them. Oh, it was an awful movie. I was hated it? it. Oh, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, because it's like all about like a LGBTQ conversion camp. There's a murderer running around or something like that. It, yeah, and the the horror stuff doesn't happen to like the last half an hour. Oh, but fuck the, that noise! That was the other thing with Sleepaway Camp was it was very um, like it had a lot of gore effects in it. Like the the guy, it had a very long lingering shot on the guy that got scalded by the boiling hot water as he just lays there and screams, and the camera just holds on his face for an uncomfortably long time. <laughs> I was like, "What?" The? And not that the guy didn't. Oh, that's the other thing is like there's like a child raper in this film that like everybody's just okay with the fact that he's a child raper. Like they're watching the kids come to camp. He's just like, yep, look at all the fresh crop this year. We call them baldies, and all the guys around him are just like, uh-huh, yep. Mm-hmm, oh, yeah, you raped them kids. And I'm like, what the? I mean, they're not obviously they're not that over the top about it, but they don't look at him and go, dude, what the fuck? Like, right. He's like, yep, those are some hot children. And they're like, okay. <laughs> it was a weird movie, man. Um, I, I, I've been watching a bunch of horror movies, uh, right before, uh, I was like today I rewatched, uh, uh, God, we, I, I know we talked about it when we podcasted with Anthony, but I finally got around to rewatching behind the mat, uh, behind the mask, the tale of Leslie Vernon. Oh, it's such a good movie. So good. Um, then I watched a Japanese horror film called 100 monsters, What's which is about? a, uh, it's an old. Uh, it's from a series of films called Yokai Monsters, and it's like part of a three-part series of films. And this one is basically, I think it's like a 1970s film where uh, uh, a ten, like a bunch of people are being pushed out of their ha- of their houses by an emperor. Uh, so they go and do this story called the 100 Stories at like a party, and it's like a whole bunch of these like. Tales about yokai, uh, sp- evil spirits, stuff like that. And it's like, we got to do a prayer so the spirits don't uh, don't curse this place. And, they, and the emperor's like, no, fuck that noise. Like, you guys are stupid for believing this crap. And <laughs> so then the place gets cursed. But you don't, there's supposed to be a hundred yokai monsters. But there's only really four until the very end where they just, like, throw them all in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Did you, did you like it? I'm a sucker for these Japanese. Like, I'm a sucker for Japanese, like Godzilla films, the Daimonjin films, the Gamera. <laughs> this falls kind of in line. Uh, I want to watch the rest of the series because there's two other ones, and then Takasha Mikey uh, turned it into a movie called The Yokai Wars. Hmm. Um. And I'm very curious to see how the whole thing kind of becomes one film, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very curious about it. The other hmm. horror movie I watched for the first time, and I guess it's not really a horror movie, but I, it, I, it sort of is. It same counts. Time. I watched Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, that's a ride. That is a... Well, it, it's based on... 
the way they put it is it's based on the violent fantasies of Henry Lee Lucas, who was a, a real life Henry Lee Lucas and Otis Tool were real life serial killers. And Henry basically confessed to like over 70 murders. And uh, it was eventually proven that he was just falsely confessing because police uh, realized he would confess to anything and just started bringing him cold cases that they had no other leads on just so he could say, yep, I killed that person and they could close the case and they'd like give him milkshakes and he'd get to like leave the jail and go, I think I, I, I think I buried her over there. Oh no, no. I, so he basically got to like walk around and like go to restaurants and stuff if he would confess to murders. And so he got treated anyway. Um, but yeah, Henry, it's the very first uh, movie starring um, um, Michael Rucker. Thank you. I blanked on Michael, Michael Rucker. Yeah. He's really good at it, but it is a rough movie to watch. Uh, like anytime a movie entertainment is based on real life tragedy i always feel a little bit icky about it it's the same reason i won't watch the new uh jeffrey dahmer series on netflix same yeah uh the the one of the families of some one of the one of jeffrey dahmer's victims is like really like no like why did you make this like we're pissed you know and i'm like "Ah, that's all i need to know like if if you're not happy if the if the family of the murdered person isn't happy that's all i need to know (laughs) but it doesn't matter because all everyone's getting all wet in their pants for how hot jeffrey dahmer looks (laughs) oh that's because he's having peters yeah <laughs> I know, but some people think Evan Peters is sexy, so that's probably why. Yeah. I'm not one of them. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Anthony, have you been watching? Is what's the last like horror movie you checked out recently? Uh let's see. Well, Old news don't matter. Right. Uh, well, let's see. I saw Pearl. I loved Pearl. Oh, uh, yes. It's so good. It's so good. It made my hype levels for Maxine go through the roof. It's Star Wars level trilogy for me. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. For real. Um, I rewatched The Strangers recently, which I know Matt loves. Yeah. I don't <laughs> love, love, love it. It's so good. It's so I'm so scary. mad they're remaking it. Remaking a trilogy, <laughs> like well, just shooting. I don't just go and make a new sequel. I <laughs> thought when they announced new Strangers movies originally, they were billed as sequels, and now it's like a remake. I'm like, what the? I don't know. We'll see. Yep. And then I watched. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it in theaters. I saw it in theaters, but it just hit digital, so I watched it again. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Nope. Uh, uh. I didn't see that one. No. Uh, I'm one of those people that, like, I love A24 films. I think they do a really good job. It's kind of hard for me to watch a movie with Pete Davidson. Uh, so that so that's what I thought going in, but he did not completely annoy me in that movie, and I cannot say why without spoiling anything. So well, obviously he's dead. Probably he's kind of a who done it, right? It's it's yeah, it's more of a horror comedy than a. Oh, straight up horror film, but I really enjoyed it. it. Had a very similar tone to Ready or Not, almost. See, I love Ready or Not, and I I know I'll end up watching Bodies, Bodies, Bodies at some point. It just like when it first came out, it just nothing about it really got me like really invested in 
like running to the theater or anything. I was like, I can wait. This one that, can be on the back burner. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Was, here's my thing on A24. I love A24 films. I love that they are an independent studio that takes risks and greenlights things like Everything Everywhere All at right? Once, The Lighthouse, all these insane films. And yeah, some are hits. Some are misses, but when they swing and hit, they're big hits. And I just love that there's this little independent studio that puts out these films and takes chances on stuff that are not comic book movies or sci-fi films or big tentpole films. And that's why I will always support that. You movie. get stuff like Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I loved that movie. <laughs> really? I haven't seen it yet. It looks adorable. It is. I was just looking up real quick because I was driving by my local theater earlier and that movie Smile is playing. <gasps> You're getting Smile up there? God damn it. Yeah, and uh, but that one apparently is is Paramount. I thought maybe that was... Well, it says distributed by Paramount here. I don't know if that's the studio that made it. Um, if it's through Paramount, it's not A24 related. That's what I thought. Uh, oh, Tem- Temple Hill Entertainment and Paramount. Yeah, okay. I I want to see that movie. That movie though looks like a weird it follows remake or something. To me it looks, it looks like a cross. Yeah, it, to me it looks like a cross between It Follows and the Truth or Dare movie with the look kids that like become Loki with the super animated smile that's oh, fucking yeah. stupid. I didn't um, see that one. I have I have a friend who saw it at Fantastic Fest. Smile. And yeah, and she's like, she's like, you need to see this. Like, she's like, you like horror movies, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you like disturbing movies? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, this is both. Not like super disturbing or anything, but there are some moments where you're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, <laughs> all right. Oh, like a Barbarian then. Ah, uh, yeah. And you do, you do realize Barbarian is technically a Disney film, right? <laughs> uh it's fox oh Um, wow (laughs) so the girl the main girl in it could be a disney princess guys yeah okay (laughs) or the old lady (laughs) i do not know i i mean i love that movie kudos to that movie for making me feel for that old woman by the end yeah Mm kind of do (laughs) yep um oh fun stuff i i I actually started uh got it back in the comics briefly um nice well, I got it came out last week, and I I caught them I got them both as a whim. Um, there's a creep show comic book that just came out. <gasps> really? Ooh. It's fun. Like it's only it's like a four issue arc, I believe, mm-hmm. and they're both they do it the same way. It's like three mini stories. Oh, that's fun. And yeah. oh man, the first one's fucking brutal. It's really good. Um, but the but the main one I wanted to bring up was this past week, R.L. Stein put out a horror comic book called Stuff of Nightmares. It's oh. not for kids. It is an adult uh, comic, and really? it is fucking like, oh my god, it's fun. I have to look that up because I love R.L. Stein. I love his kid stuff. I used to love Goosebumps. Oh yeah, and that one, that one Goosebumps story, the one with the mask on Halloween, that oh, yeah, yeah. that still scares the crap out of me. Yeah, the, uh, talk about a prolific writer. Like the amount of books that dude has put out for kids between uh, Goosebumps, all the Goosebumps spinoffs, Fear Street, <laughs> like R.L. Stein must never stop. 
Yeah, I but mean, this is like a brand new comic book. What's like, it called? It's Stuff of Nightmares. It's one issue out. It just came out last week. I got two copies that have like glow in the dark covers, like with the old school Goosebump style. Mm-hmm. But they're also done by like one. I got one done by like his art, the old artist from Goosebumps, and also one done by Francesco Fregavia. Who published and that? It's Image or okay. Boom? It's, it's Boom Studios. Boom, boom Studios. Yeah, Boom makes sense. Okay. And it is fucking brutal. Hmm. Like it's so damn good. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I've got to look that up because it looks interesting. Now, I, like, I'm going to have to pick it up. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I only watched the first two episodes of Andor. I watched um, the, f- I just watched the newest one today. Yeah, I've watched them all. You watched them all too. Are you guys yeah. enjoying it? I'm indifferent. Hmm. I am surprisingly enjoying it a lot. I like it a lot better than Boba Fett. Oh, well, I thought, no. well yeah. Boba Fett was pretty bad. I, <laughs> I'm having an issue with. The I really don't like the villain aspect of this. Like right. the fucking like we'll only talk about the first two episodes since I don't want to spoil well, anything. Is it for, the yeah. uh well, the, yeah the annoying guy that's tracking him down down yeah it's those other the guys. whole aspect of him I hate. I just fucking hate the whole aspect of that that villain run because it's just like basically a it's basically just a nobody who's trying to like follow protocol and be a better a, a be better than his superior kind of deal mm-hmm. like we're gonna crack this down we gotta keep this together. i yeah. just i'm not a fan of it oh, see, so I, like bullshit. Like, I love stuff like that i've always been a fan of that joke like well what about the death star uh random guys just trying to make a living for their family the engineers <laughs> on the death star so no, I like the idea of just yeah. some random random guy like you think your Android. average stormtrooper knows how to install a toilet main <laughs> it's just i don't know i'm just not feel and especially after the what happens in the newest episode i'm just like okay it's kind of getting a little better but I, i'm just not feeling it like hey, i mean it, it's come on. nice to watch <laughs> i mean hey come on for the first time ever a dude in star wars walked into a brothel yeah, that's the <laughs> that's my favorite part so far. It's like, oh my god, there's a brothel. <laughs> I I kind of dug those first two episodes. I like that they're a little more seedy than Star Wars normally is. Um, yes, that's why I like. It's not about the Jedi or these. It's the ground level people. Well, I, it's not. And I really not like, against that. Yeah, and I really like. Even though it's weird, I'm liking the flashback stuff from like his tribal planet where. Uh, there's no subtitles. They're just talking in this alien language and you're kind of expected to pick up on what they are saying and what very Chewbacca and life day. Yeah. I'm kind of (laughs) like, man, this is like neat. Like they're just, they're talking and they're acting and they're kids, but they're, they're doing a good job for being kids. And you're just kind of like, Hey, you got to figure out what's going on here. And I kind of dig that part too. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, it's de- of the show's level, I, I agree, it's definitely better than Boba Fett. Mm. Um, it's, it's like, I, but there's no, there's nothing that's keeping me from not turning it, from not turning it off, but I, it's, I'm, it's just there, like, in the grand scheme, like, I'm sure as it moves forward, because you already know what's happening, you, like, it's been so long since I've watched freaking uh, Rogue One. Yeah. 
the um, worst Star Wars movie, and I'll die on that hill. I know eh. people love that thing. I like. I'm it. In, I I enjoy it for what it is. That's all. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The weirdest part of Andor for me is seeing Ampetunia as a good guy. Oh, I could see. Yeah. The last <laughs> time I saw her, though, I don't think of her as Ampetunia anymore. I'm more accustomed to her being on Killing Eve now because Killing Eve is very fresh in my mind, and she was one of the main characters on Killing Eve. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair. Um. All right. What about She-Hulk, guys? The newest episode. Anthony, you're not watching She-Hulk at all, right? No, I am. Oh, you are? Do you like it? I look, I'll tell you this. I do enjoy it. I okay, do enjoy I was, it. Oh, you're yeah, the yeah. person that I would question liking she like you were it, it, I, I thought you weren't watching it at all. And so and I you're the, the person that I was like, Anthony probably will hate this. So actually hearing <laughs> that you're enjoying it is is fun for me. It's fun. It's fun, and you know the CGI may be wonky, but there's something about that her and that fake green aesthetic yeah. that I find super attractive. Not gonna there's, lie, there is one <laughs> shot in this most recent episode where, luckily, it is like split second. But in that split second, I was so jarred by how bad she looked. <laughs> it was uh, right after she turned into She-Hulk at the wedding and was on the ground and was about to kick Titania through the wall. I went, I literally recoiled. I was like, whoa, she looks like shit. <laughs> and she was off the screen. I was like, because there, there are some shots where she actually doesn't look bad. And then there's a lot of the shots of her in like broad daylight look kind of wonky, mm-hmm. uh, especially in, in the office setting. Um, but otherwise, I think it's okay. I think, but um, yeah. Here's the thing. I can't wait to see her and then Moon Knight 2, who I also thought was bad CGI. Uh, in the on the big screen eventually with a big budget, like a movie budget, and they actually look fantastic. Well, yeah, I think part of the problem with She-Hulk is like this is round one, and they had to create, you know, versus uh, Bruce Banner versus you know regular Hulk, who they already had a full fully created model for. Like they had to create her from the ground up, which in and of itself mm-hmm. takes time. So, look, can we talk about the Hulk for a minute? Marvel needs to figure out something to do with the Hulk. Yeah, they'll that, never figure all, it out. First of all, I I want them to go back to Monster Hulk. I don't like mm-hmm. Smart Hulk. But know. second of all, you know, oh, he was he was on um, oh, what's the planet from Ragnarok? He was there. Oh, car. He was on Sakaar. Then he came home. He's part of the Avengers again. He felt Endgame. He kind of was monitoring Earth after the events of Endgame. And now he's back in space because Marvel doesn't have any idea what they're doing with him. I feel like they're just moving him around when they need him. Now I hear they're signing him on to be in uh, the new Captain America movie, which I called when they cast the leader, when they're bringing back the leader for that one. Yeah, I... I think Lee, I still think the leader is the person trying to steal She-Hulk's blood. It's, it's weird that they put Mr. Impossible or the Impossible, whatever that guy's name is. Like he's a wet, the West Coast Avenger. Oh, uh, the, the guy that can't die. Yeah, Mr. Uh, uh, what's the freaking name? Mr. Immortal. Mr. Immortal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he, they put a West Coast <laughs> Avenger in this show, and it's probably the. I just well, love and- like. 
the show the show itself is is really smart and it's super enjoyable because it is totally just taking di- punches at everyone who hates the fact that there's a woman well, also it's just like the worst kind of men like the yeah. the fact that he would rather throw himself out of a window instead of have a uncomfortable conversation <laughs> oh look this this show is t- my friend uh in real life in quotes because you guys are in real life too but my local friend who i've known since high school uh he is one of these guys they are totally poking fun at he's like oh it's the mcu now and all this bullshit and i love the fact that uh he is getting so enraged over this crap what you mean that website for man babies (laughs) (laughs) oh that was great so good oh and so uh yeah this episode was fine it was uh i liked it the the opening titles the just gen <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i and i know a lot of people don't like her i like tatiana i think she's, she's fantastic she's yep. really good i i don't know i i like it it's the second it's the second show this year that really surprised me from marvel because i did not think that I would love the shit out of Miss Marvel, and I did. And mm, I did that not... one. I wasn't the biggest fan. Oh, I love Miss Marvel. So and good. I really expected that Miss Marvel would not be for me. I really did. In fact, I said it a bunch of times on this show, and then I watched it, and I had such a good time with it. Well, I think the best thing about Miss Marvel, I love the actress playing her. I love that she's a fangirl and oh, truly she's loves. So every time you watch yeah. an interview with her, she's adorable. She's like, yeah, she really is. Out. Like, I yeah. got to meet Charlie Cox. You know? <laughs> it's just great with her, like, especially with Miss Marvel. I think the thing that really stood out for me liking the show is how much they focused on like Pac- Pakistani culture and like, I and I think which is, which is like aspects. the best part of it because mm-hmm. like. We're now in the age where we're starting to, ex- now that Marvel's expanding and actually including like different races and all these different things, it's extremely important to have this kind of character, not only as a, just a, of a different race, but also a young girl, like yeah. someone that the, that the girl fan base can get behind. And yeah. again, then you have like, and then you have the internet being all dumb and being like all man baby because they can't. No, it's not Captain Marvel. It's not the dude Marvel. It's a little girl now. And, and look, I want to make it clear, like, I am not, like, Marvel It's just getting a little oversaturated for me. And I do think mm-hmm. Phase 4 has been mm-hmm. a dip in quality. Um, having said that, none of my complaints of Marvel are the fact that they're diversifying or they have so many no. women leads now. I think all of right. that's fantastic. It's more of a quality of, I think they're stretch. I think Feige is stretching himself a little bit thin and they're trying to pump out too much. I think yeah. they've got a lot coming. Like I Whoa. did not like, uh, well, we, Justin didn't love and thunder. Was so <laughs> did it? I was sitting oh, there the entire so time so as everyone around me is cracking up, and I'm like, "Am I missing something?" Yeah. I had the awful. same reaction. <laughs> it was so bad. So like, I, again, it was so bad, but at least, at least, uh, the mighty Thor, as played by uh, Natalie Portman, was de- nice to look at. 
Yeah, well, well I, I had my none of my complaints were with Portman or Hemsworth. It was no, literally I, just the material they were working with. <laughs> like I I fucking love Chris Hemsworth. I think he is too. one of the funniest dudes. Like somebody that beautiful should not also be that goddamn funny. Like it's not fair to the rest of humanity. <laughs> but like, I uh so he was not my problem either. <laughs> no, he he was not. It was and to your point, he is hilarious. I think he should get more comedy roles. I loved him as uh in and I love that movie. I loved him in the 2016 Ghostbusters. He was so funny in that movie. <laughs> He but uh, so funny in that movie. But you want to talk about like phoned in performances in that movie? The five minutes Chris Pratt had that guy looked like uh, a stiff uh. And talk about an actor like who's just oversaturating in film in general. Yeah. Like now he's doing the voice of Mario and Garfield. Get out of here, man! It's like, like come on. I, it's like I'm still slightly nervous about uh, Black Adam just because ah. As popular as The Rock is, I don't think the dude has range. Like, I just don't. There's, there was like a poster, and I know it's been going around, um, and it's hilarious. Uh, and I know it's maybe older, but I just saw it recently. And it's, uh, it's just pictures of The Rock in like a brown shirt, and it's partially sweaty. And it's like, a, it's like I don't know, it's like five or six or seven of them. I don't remember how many. <laughs> And it says these are all from different movies. I think he retweeted. Like I can't say anything bad about that. He's like, he seems like he's the nicest, hardest working dude in the world. But every one of his movies looks exactly the same to me. So yeah, no, I would agree with that. Yeah. Whoa, sorry. That's all right. That shit happens. Okay. Let's talk Whoa, about another. Ify, Ify, you putting a porn on there? What? You're breaking up. Shh. Don't tell anyone. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Don't okay. tell anyone. I don't need people to know what I watch. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, pirates. What? I'm ready to take my beatings now because we're going to talk about the monsters which is the main reason we invited anthony on or he he invited himself on but he's allowed to do that uh the new rob zombie remake movie of the classic sitcom the monsters can i start sure somebody's gotta start (laughs) okay look let me start by saying I grew up on the Monsters. Monsters is one of my favorite older shows. I used to love it when TV Land and Nick at Night would run those marathons throughout the summer growing up as a kid. I'd watch them all night. Mm-hmm. They were my gateway into horror, right? They, mm-hmm. they went from the Monsters and the Addams Family to the Universal Monsters to proper horror films. Mm-hmm. Um, so I owe a lot to the Monsters. When they announced Rob Zombie was making a Monsters movie, I was like, oh, Interesting choice, but I get it. He's a huge fan. I mean, he had the song. He's a huge fanboy. Um, and I loved how passionate he was throughout filming, right? I loved the behind the scenes pictures and everything he posted. I thought everything looked right. great. I even liked the first teaser trailer. Then that first theatrical trailer dropped, and I was like, oh boy, this, this is a little, this is making me nervous, but I was still willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Then about a week ago, 
I saw our friend Brendan Lowe in Real Fans of Real Movies. <laughs> what? what? Oh, Bre- I've never read a more eviscerating review of a movie than Brendan's review of The Monsters. Never. That was I, I saw, a work of art. I saw him sitting down to watch it for Scarathon. And I was like, oh, let me know what you think. And he said he would. Then I saw the new post about two hours later. <laughs> that was like Matt said, it's a work of art. It was it was like an essay. It was oh, beautiful. Man. And while it made me nervous at the, at the same time, I was curious. Like I was like, it can't be that bad. Like maybe it's just not a zombie fan. So I sat down and watched it. And it may be one of the worst movies I have ever seen. I I don't know. I agree. I agree with him. It was like a badly acted porno. I don't know who it was made for because, and I, I'm, I know you're going to rebut me, Matt, because I saw your score in Letterbox. I, uh, I don't think, as a huge fan of the show, that didn't seem like the show to me. I didn't think any of them, except maybe Grandpa, embodied their characters. I hated the garish color scheme, and I think even for kids nowadays, they'd be watching this like and be like turned off by the style there were two parts in it i really liked and that was the explanation for igor the bat and spot dragon Mm. and i thought those were cool explanations but i finished this thinking to myself man it is a tragedy because now that he has made this property so toxic nobody's going to want to touch it again for at least a decade and i have been firm in my commitment that the monsters needs as much modern love as the adams family and i think he set them back and the last thing i'll say before i hand it over to you gents is when they announced he was directing this film i made a joke saying Oh, Rob Zombie, you know, he's, he's going to start out with these guys in Transylvania, literally cutting up bodies and eating them and then being run out of town by the townsfolk. I could have used a little dark and gritty <laughs> in this movie because this movie uh, just disappointed me so much. And it was just bad all around. Uh, I didn't hate it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I um. You gave it three stars. That baffles me. It was... Uh... Look, and here's maybe this is you said you don't know who it was made for. And maybe it was made for me because this is exactly what I remember the monsters being. But I didn't like the monsters growing up like the monsters was something I watched because my parents had it on or there was literally nothing better to watch on TV. The same way I felt about Full House, although I would much rather watch the monsters in Full House. But um I don't know, except for the guy playing Herman, that that dude was not good. No, Uh, he was not. I thought Sherry Moon Zombie, who traditionally is not good. She just gets to be in stuff because she's married to the director. Uh, She's nepotism at work. I thought she did a pretty good Yvonne DiCarlo, Lily Munster. And I thought that dude playing Grandpa did a pretty good Al Lewis and... Uh, it's dumb as shit, but I always thought the monsters was dumb as shit anyway. And um, look, I, I, I didn't love it. I gave it three stars. I was entertained enough. I, I think the cinematography, like you said, is pretty bad. Like it is shockingly bright and clear and crisp. It could have used any kind of filter at all. Uh, over it 
to make it look like it had film grain or something. I don't know. Um, I, I watched it once. I probably won't ever watch it again, but like, I don't regret the time I spent watching it. <laughs> I, I, I have to, sorry, Justin. And then, no, I always yeah. saw, I saw the steam coming out of your ears. So it's just... Uh, I, I just want to say one thing. And it is because I started off my little review by mentioning Brendan and I have to mention him again and quote him. By saying, I love you, man, but your opinion is ass. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Uh, it's probably true, but. (laughs) uh, I mean, for me, I I mean, Matt gave it a slight better, uh, a slight better rating than I did. I gave it two and a half stars for two reasons only. Um, I love the set design as someone who's done a lot of like stage construction and stuff like that. I was like, this is like, he put a lot of care in the background of stuff, which I thought was kind of cool. Like I actually really dug like the Transylvania aspect, although it looked extremely crowded and they only felt, it felt like it was on a soundstage. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say it felt like one street and then it felt like one street, but he put a lot into it. I was like, okay, whatever. That's kind of cool. That I don't think is necessarily bad because it does have that being shot on a television studio kind of look to it. That's not my problem with the way this film looks. My problem is what I said is it's, it is garishly bright and the picture is way too crisp. Like it's, it's, it almost, I said to, uh, I said to our, our buddy guy milks, I said, I'm so glad I didn't have the motion smoothing turned on or my head would have exploded. Yeah. Oh my God, for fucking real. Like <laughs> but my main takeaway from this was the only reason I, uh, the only other positive thing is I also really liked Sherry moon uh, in this because she really, I thought she did a fantastic job playing as Lily. However, I will think, like, we were talking about who was this movie made for. This movie was made for Rob. Like, he made this more as a passion project for him and his, and he wanted his wife as Lily. And that's really it. Um, I've had fantasies about Lily Munster, too. I would have just got, I would have just put her in the outfit and the makeup and then saved a few million bucks. You didn't even like, like, when they move to Mockingbird Lane and they come outside and the neighborhood is having the costume contest. And then the next morning, Herman gets up to go to work and he walks outside and And freaks the fuck out. And they're all appalled at the fact that they didn't actually move into, like, the neighborhood they thought they moved in. That was fine. Okay, that was that was fine. I will give it that. I will give it. I will concede that. That was probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, but But I will say this: this movie is full of baffling decisions for me. The fact, like, you take the most icon, one of the most iconic part about the monsters, their house, and just squeeze in the last fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a this read to me, and it probably was a gigantic mistake on. Uh, probably both Rob and the studio's part. This read to me like they plan to have more of them come out. Yes. I, I assume that is the only reason he made it a prequel and didn't include Eddie or Marilyn. Yeah. And they only just move into the house at the end. And, and kind of to your point with like the, the way it was shy, it was too Christmas stuff. Like the crossover I know it's supposed to be jarring when they get to Mockingbird Lane, when you look at them, but it's, 
God. Like, I feel the guy who plays Herman pissed me off he so was much. So bad. Yeah, he, he was, was my awful. Least part of the movie. He's really first of all, like, like, he's trying so hard to be Fred Gwynn, but also on top of it, throw his own little, like, nuances it just doesn't work his his voice was also too high that annoyed me too he doesn't try to be fred gwynn at all except for when he does the <laughs> yeah herman <laughs> yeah. munster laugh other than that he bears no resemblance to a fred gwynn performance <laughs> i honestly thought daniel roback as grandpa was probably the closest to the tv show in my opinion yeah it was fine. Like nothing about him was was like. That's the thing is this film had a lot of characters that were so over the top. Uh, that yeah, that grandpa. I was like, yeah, okay, it's grandpa. Like I could tell. It was like that he's being grandpa. Whatever. Were you a fan of the show, Justin? Um, it, like so you guys like it's weird. I'm kind of in the middle because like I know I've watched both like the Adams family and the monsters more so the monsters but it wasn't really like a I was really into them it was more or less like my dad's a huge fan of them so that's when it was usually on is like reruns that my dad would watch right so I never really was like super into the monsters yeah. Uh, I figured like my kind of like and like to for you was kind of more like a gateway. My gateway was more like Goosebumps and the like, the Universal monsters kind of stuff versus like Abbott, and maybe yellow meat Frankenstein. Yeah, like that kind of stuff more so than like I just remember the monsters being like a, a show that was on on occasion. Mm. This is what so the monsters had a like all the shows of that era, a very simple formula. Mm-hmm. And it was Grandpa and Herman have a scheme and get into a bunch of trouble and have to fix it while Lily, you know, kind of wags her fingers and yep. throw in a joke about Marilyn being ugly. Yep. That was a formula. And I felt it was baffling to make this an origin story where you don't have that Grandpa and Herman chemistry or camaraderie. You don't have Marilyn and Eddie. You don't have the house for the majority of it. I just found... Because I know he is a passionate fan. He's on the commentary for the show. He's friends mm-hmm. with Butch Patrick. Yep. I, I'm so baffled by the choice to go this route. I can see that, yeah. But I, I can also see that you gave it a higher rating because Elvira was also in it. As like the real stage. <laughs> it wasn't even Elvira. I know. No. <laughs> nope. So yeah, like I get yeah, I, I'm a I've it's a what it was a one and done. I will probably never go back to it. I uh, uh, I sadly own it now because uh, good forgot, for you, good I for forgot, you. I forgot I had it pre-ordered on Voodoo when uh, Brendan oh, told no. me there were other oh. there were other ways to watch it. I forgot I had it pre-ordered, and then I got the email yesterday. Your pre-order has processed. I was like, what? Now, yeah, I this is why I don't do pre-orders. Yeah. Um, I I don't do it. To, oh, what I did the, look up. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say real quick, Matt. I did look up just because I was curious uh, the Rotten Tomato score, and you know, I just look at that out of curiosity. Sure, I don't go yeah. by it. Yeah. Um, I find it interesting 
Because usually it's the audience score that's higher than the critics. Mm-hmm. Not this time. <laughs> really? 36, 36% from critics, 34% from audiences. Wow. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I like I said, I think it was a, probably a, a discussion. I, I just, the movie does read to me like a discussion went on between Rob Zombie and whoever it is that owns the rights to the monsters, whichever studio that is, I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. And it feels like a discussion went on where he's like, I have this idea for this movie and it ends in a place where we can make more. And the studio, instead of saying, uh, let's not play on more like come up with an idea that doesn't necessarily lead to more and if that if it gets to that point we can make more the studio went yeah that sounds great <laughs> and didn't yeah well i think also when you add in the fact that they they had an agreement that it would go straight to netflix as well and netflix yeah. will just buy into anything and so yeah. it, probably that's part of it is probably netflix like they're like what Netflix heard, like, oh, there might be more of these. Okay. Thank, oh, wow. thank you for calling Netflix. You're greenlit. <laughs> At least next month we have Wednesday coming out. Or not next yes. month. Even. No, November. I, uh, weird. Yeah. That's not in time for Halloween. Yeah. That's right. It's no it's not till November. The of next month though is and Anthony, I know you're on a, a little bit of a time crunch because you have somewhere that you're gonna be leaving to go, but just real quick, the the final trailer for Halloween ends came out. Oh man, it 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 was a great trailer. That movie yeah. looks badass and Michael looks awesome. I love how his mask has kind of deteriorated. Well, the, I, it looks almost like he's just been chilling in a wall in the sewer for a while <laughs> like I, well, yeah last time we saw him he killed uh he, he killed her daughter and then just everyone now knows michael's around so yeah he's of course he's in hiding he's disappeared for four years she said in the trailer four, yeah, years, yeah. four years since then I, I was expecting pennywise to show up when that kid went into the sewer because that looked exactly like the sewer from the it remake it really did yeah. <laughs> I've 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 made a uh, proclamation that I hope comes true that even though this is Halloween ends, there's going to be a Junior Myers that's going to chase like the granddaughter around for the next like twelve years or so, <laughs> and I'm, you just keep going with it. I, I hope he has a name like uh, just as boring and as common as Michael, like Jake Myers or or Corey Trent. Myers or make something. him Trent <laughs> Trent Myers. <laughs> no, I. I'm of the mind and this won't happen because they tried this once upon a time and everybody hated it. But I firmly believe that like, obviously this is, even though it's called Halloween ends, it will not be the last Halloween movie, Yeah. but let's set Michael aside and make a legacy sequel to Halloween three season of the witch. I'm that down. Awesome. I'm down. I like, think he let, should be paw nice for a while. Let Michael or, be dead for a while. Because at the end of this movie, Michael will be dead. Like, I think that's pretty safe to say. And then, or e- even if they don't make it a legacy sequel to Season of the Witch, put Michael aside and go back to the original idea of making anthology films set at Halloween. Mm. Mm, yes. Well, that makes me sad that we never got a sequel to Trick or Treat. 
Oh my god, don't even get me started on that. I will be seeing that on the big screen this month, upcoming month. Though. I saw they're putting that back on the big screen. I gotta look and see if any place near me is gonna play it. No, the two theaters down here are probably... I, I haven't looked, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to, and it makes me very sad. <sighs> but, um, movie. I think the movie's gonna end with Michael and the Bowels of Hell, and then Freddy comes out of the shadows, and he says... We're putting together a special team, bitch. And then oh, Jake God. Shows up. <laughs> Finally, that expendable horror movie that they really wanted to put together. Oh, yeah, I would watch the crap out of it. Let's be real. Yeah. And then one other thing I just remembered is next week is when the new Hellraiser movie comes out. Is that next week? Fuck <gasps> yes. October 4th, right? Uh, 4th or 7th. One of those. Oh, uh, I got to rewatch the first three now. <laughs> Uh, let me tell you something. What else comes out next week? I know Justin will be excited for this because Matt hasn't seen it. Terrifier 2 comes uh, out next week. Yeah, no fucking place there. around here is playing it. Uh, I have tickets for opening I'm, night. I'm, I'm so mad. I still, yeah, I still need to watch Terrifier. I've never seen that one. But I think I, it's on Hulu. Okay. I am so excited for that. I have tickets to the 20th anniversary re-release of Scream 2. Ooh, uh, nice. Trick or Treats coming out to the big screen. I can't wait to get tickets for that. Uh, it's going to be a good uh, month. Uh, I just saw that I just re-released the rest of the Scream films in 4K, I guess. Like oh, in 4K really? co- like sets. No, not sets, but like, like regular like editions. Oh, that's good, because I only have uh, the... I only have the most recent one, I think. No, maybe I have the original on 4K, too. I have the original on 4K, and I gotta get the rest of them, but I'm such a weird person that it's like, the rest are on 4K? Fuck that! And then scream, and then it's like, I'm not just getting that and the newest one and not have anything in the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's the same reason that I um, haven't upgraded any of, like, my Friday the 13th or anything like that, so... Which actually, that reminds me, Nope came out. Uh, it did. It was just released. in 4K and stuff. Oh, did it really? Because I didn't I get need a chance to, get to that. see that one. I need to it's watch fun. it. It's yeah. fun. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah, it is. You'll like it too, Matt, because it has like a weird, um, not weird, it has a um, interesting things to say about animal abuse and the animal industry and things like that. Oh, cool. I, yeah. I I did want to check it out in the th- just getting to the theater is such a pain in the neck sometimes. So that's it really same, is. That's the same reason I haven't seen Pearl yet either. And I so yeah, yeah. The I'm like, is not a pain for me. I live five minutes. From I was going to say, isn't yours like right down the street? <laughs> yep. Yeah. For us, it's like you got to like pack a bag with like lunch and shit. <laughs> oh, man. Like you got to make a day of it for if you want to see. Like, I think it, the closest theater near me that's playing Terrifier 2 is at least an hour away south. Damn. Damn. Yeah, not even the not even. I don't think Essex Cinema's getting it. Probably not. I gotta check what they're getting because that one is still even a half hour drive from me. And a lot of days after work, it's like I don't want to leave work and then drive a half hour to get there and then watch the whole movie and then drive home. You know. So yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Oh, maybe they are gonna play. Ter- God damn it! It's like I just. <laughs> 
there's a lot of good move. There's a lot of good looking movies coming out in the last few months of this year, though. Like I was just showing my wife the other day, uh, the trailer for Amsterdam, and she's like, "Yeah, I want to see that. That looks really Amsterdam good. looks awesome. It looks sick. Good. Yeah, that looks so good. And um, I just saw Don't Worry, Darling as well. I, I want to I see don't... that one still too. I don't know if I want to watch that or not. Like I'm on the fence just because I'm already sick of all the shit coming out of it. Uh, I know. Have you guys seen the trailer for the menu with Ray? I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see that. Uh, Apparently someone, uh, someone in the Scarathon group just saw the invitation and I want to see that. I don't know. That one, that one di- I saw that one. That one didn't really do it for me, but the unrated version, just a digital. So I may give that one a shot. Oh, great. An unrated version. So like the better version automatically. <laughs> oh, and then of course, uh, today, as we record this, that, uh, uh, blonde came out the Maryland. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. NC 17 rated movie that. <laughs> no. Oh. Knives out. is coming out. Oh, uh, cr- glass onion, glass onion. Yep. Yeah. A Christmas Story Christmas, which I can't wait for. Oh, that one I'm going to, that one I'm not looking. I didn't really love the original Christmas Story, so. Uh, and I know one me and Justin are looking forward to, but Matt will not be. Oh, Violent, Violent Night. Night. Yeah. Yeah. David yeah. <laughs> here's, the th- here's the thing about that. Like, I will always watch stupid, like, Christmas horror films because they are hilarious, especially when it involves, like, Santa. But at the same time, like I'm more interested in the story because I don't really care much for David Harbour. Like hmm. he's kind of gotten up there as a person like in films I'm just like, "Eh, whatever." <laughs> but it looks like fun. Hmm. Not liking David Harbour. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, I'm not a real big fan. Wait till Night Jerry hears about. Good <laughs> wait till Night Jerry about that one. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, cool. We might as well wrap this one up. Uh, but before we get out of here, Anthony, plug all your stuff so that anybody listening to this show knows where to find you out in the world. Sure. I host a weekly year-round Christmas podcast called Tissa Podcast with my two co-hosts, Tom and Julia. Every Monday, we drop a new episode wherever you can download podcasts uh, in which we discuss a different movie, Christmas special, television show, etc. And we just geek out and have fun over it. Um, This month, we're in the midst of October spooky season. So we are taking a month break from Christmas and covering Halloween stuff, including the brand new Hocus Pocus 2, which will have dropped and I'll have a watched a hundred times by the time uh, you probably hear this episode. So yeah, that comes out in a couple days, right? Two days, the third day. I thought, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, check us out. You can find us wherever you find podcasts and access our social media at linktree.com slash tis the podcast. Awesome. Sweet. Well, then that's going to do it for this one, everyone. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. Of course. Of course. 
The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks.